0: Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after-work, happy hour conversation with your best friend. You up like, hello. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming Good Up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. beautiful people also known as good up people and welcome back to this week's episode of the good up podcast we are starting this episode off by celebrating Deidre what are we celebrating
1: Thirty. Thousand downloads to date. Thirty plus. I think we're definitely beyond the thirty thousand. But yeah, girl. so we're,
0: we're we're just over thirty thousand. So <laughs> yay, hand clap Thank for that. You
1: guys, us. you guys are the bomb. Like y'all really, really, really like us. Like y'all really yeah. fuck with us, and that's crazy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, um,
0: I said it on Twitter the other day. I don't know if thirty thousand is a lot for these big bitch podcasts out here, but I know that for a homegrown podcast with two hosts from the Virgin Islands that does what we do 30,000 downloads in a span of two years is amazing to be celebrating 30,000 a couple of months after we just celebrated our 20k is fucking but we celebrated
1: our 10k not too long ago and like And now we're at so that's dope. Like considering how small our community even is in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Especially since majority of our listeners, if I I could be wrong because I don't be looking at them numbers, hey Isa does. (laughs) Um majority of our listeners are from the Virgin Islands, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Ayy. Um, so yeah, the vast majority of our listeners are from home, which means that us having thirty thousand downloads means that I love we bad 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 and that we hmm. go up bad. So yeah, thank you for that. Like as if if you are um a part of the good up VIP section over on Patreon, you can see that Deidre and I went all out. We got our balloons, yeah. we got a little thirty K behind us because what what did we talk about on this imposter syndrome episode from Earlier this season is to celebrate your wins and to celebrate your fucking self. So
1: exactly the small wins and the big ones. And this is exactly. a little bit of both low key, depending on you know, what perspective exactly. you're looking at. I think thirty K is a big and you know, it's just a it's a win worth celebrating. Exactly.
0: Oh. And I will be celebrating every win for good up. So please expect me to buy these balloons every single like when we hit forty K, guess what he eyes are doing. When we hit fifty, guess what he eyes are doing? <laughs> because okay. we deserve that. I mean we deserve- so, yeah. we have worked really hard to get to this point like Deidre has been amazing in this entire process y'all know every chance I get I'll be like well I don't do this by myself I have a co-host and she's awesome so please know like had it not been for Deidre we would not be here because I yeah I could not have done this by myself so you Deidre so? shout out to you yes oh, I absolutely God. think so I think that the podcast became what it was because of the relationship that we have the other day and I, I i can prove it the other day a friend of mine was texting me and he was listening to the podcast for the first time mm-hmm. and he was like the energy that y'all have like y'all balance each other so well you have such like a good dynamic like it's fun to listen to and he was just like where did y'all like how long have y'all known each other i was like man did you know each other since High school, we haven't seen each other since yeah, but high school. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen
1: each other in a year, well over a decade. Yeah. But we've known each other since then. You know it's yeah. funny? That's the same feedback that I get like anybody that I know personally and one thing I don't keep people around who are just like yes men if they had like Mm -hmm, exactly critiques they would share them but any feedback I've gotten was the same exact thing like that we balance each other out they're like you guys both bring something to the show that's just so beautiful and necessary and there's balance. and they're like hey Isa brings the fire and Deidre brings the calm and I'm like really I like it'll, that though. It'll switch. It'll switch. Sometimes it, it switch because I'll be y'all know when I get once I got a PSA, honey. Here I sort of got to defuse the situation. I'd
0: be like, <laughs> We're we recording, honey. We're recording. But no, yeah, I I think that's like the best compliment ever that they realize like the type of relationship we have that we balance each other out. Um yeah. But yeah, I I definitely want to take this this moment you know how people are, again when they're on the stage and they have their little oscar and they're just like yeah oh my god
1: you really like me but <laughs> and i really want to i want to take this time to really wanna shout thank, out <laughs> i want to thank my bitches <laughs> because without you I, know what what it is, I, I may bring some level of balance mm-hmm. and all that jazz but the real tea and y'all know i am okay saying this i don't be editing these shows I don't be doing none of that. Hey, I said I'll do the, the the work that makes this podcast come out every week. <laughs> okay?
0: That's the real thing. try. I
1: you don't do try. it. You don't try, you do it. <laughs> you don't Yo, I was just watching this show on Netflix called Good Girls. Mm -hmm. And a thug was talking to one of the women who was involved in whatever crime activity. And she was like, I tried. And he said, don't try, bitch, do. You don't try, bitch, you (laughs) do. Because the real tea is if, hey, Aiza wasn't on her MacBook, you know, typing like Kermit and editing and making these beautiful graphics and updating our fucking, um, I, what's the, what's the notes
0: app on our devices? Uh, Our, um, yeah, I think it's just notes
1: updating the damn notes app with all these ideas and concepts and reaching out to guests we wouldn't have a podcast because <laughs> i don't be doing this none is, of that. this
0: is my baby y'all like yeah this is his really life.
1: it says baby i sometimes yeah. feel like i'm that step parent who came in when the baby was very young so it's understood that it's my child you know what i mean yeah i'm not the but... parent who birthed it but i'm like that parent who met the mom when she was like when the baby was a baby and now it's my baby too and but it's you like know you're how, not gonna you know call me the <laughs>
0: You know those pictures that'll be, like, not the step-parent. I'm the parent that stepped up or some shit. Like, yes! that. like, that DJs you- yes, me. Because <laughs> what you're not going to do is play around
1: about my baby. This is my right. baby, okay? But right. she birthed it. She literally gestated the baby yeah. and birthed it. And, you know, but this is my fucking baby, too. Exactly. I, I'm not going to act I like
0: s- I don't be doing <laughs> Listen, I see this thing as as just as much yours as, as it is mine. Because when I say, like, there would be no good up without you it's that like you bring that to the show right like you bring a lot of these ideas you bring the conversation like you bring yourself and despite you being as busy as you are and having as much going on as you do like you show up there's people and we both know there's people that could have been on this show who and no shade to them it just was not in them to show up and to put this much work into the process and that's not a bad thing it just means that like this type of commitment, like you joined this show in 2020 and you're still fucking here after seeing I how much work so it is. Here. So This is
1: my baby, man. This is my baby. <laughs> this is really my... I will show up to the school and fight behind this baby. Like, <laughs> this is my... I'm coming to the PTA meetings behind this yeah.
0: baby. So, I mean, we, we say this all to say, guys, like 30,000 really feels amazing. It was not what I envisioned when I started the podcast. I really mm-hmm. just wanted a place to talk shit. And... I love Social it, media can only do so much, and it just yeah. became something so much more. So thank you guys for all of the love. Um, thank you to, again, our VIP community over on Patreon, especially in our private Facebook group, Violet. Yes, We have gained so many patrons this season that I'd just be sitting there like, Huh?
1: You... Thank you guys. Thank you guys. This is coming off the heels of a pandemic. Upon Dolce. Exactly. Like, like yeah, people thank are you still fine
0: yeah, people are still finding it in themselves to support the podcast financially. But on top of that, like people don't really show love. It get people who do pop up on Twitter on Tuesdays and be like, Hey bitch, it's good up Tuesday are you ready. Like the question threads. Um, we just got some love on what is the show called? Um, Worldwide Women Wednesdays. It's hosted by the Virgin Islands Department of Education. I was on there a couple oh, wow. of weeks ago. Um, and Dion Donadel was like, you know, this podcast is, it's raw and it's unfiltered, but it's a conversation that has to happen. Like, I appreciate oh, all wow. of the West y'all on Facebook. That's my
1: baby. Shit, and I was just... um. Texting and shout out ollie i love she exactly
0: like what bitches you know in the podcast sphere know who the fuck west girl is because i know her i don't know the i know the person
1: who is west girl i know that motherfucker am i gonna say their name absolutely the fuck not
0: <laughs> west girl really does give us <laughs> so much love like love so her. much support is always sharing our content and listen. When you have your own page and you have your own platform, you are not obligated by any means to share nice. that platform with anybody else, even if it if it's the nice thing to do um you're not obligated so for West Girl one to partner with us last season and share our content every week and then mm. for that to continue, even though we're not formally partnered this season, like for her to continue or just you know sharing so is. yeah but we we listen we get love from the virgin islands culture page on instagram we get love from vi outlet on instagram wow. like um Ooh, Janisha Jan, the other day messaged me and was like i queen i love what you guys are doing i would like Janisha, oh wow i love that makes me up
1: that, thank please? you guys for all the support my goodness right. like
0: tehran was on this fuck okay i love how you can say that
1: Ron Thomas was on our fucking part and we had a great time y'all that was still to this day one of my favorite episodes we had such a good time yeah um I just love being a part of our community as far away as I may be I still love being and I have a hard time saying that that's what we are but we are a fixture in our community it just is what it is you know we have we talked about it earlier it's imposter syndrome that makes me a little cringy saying that we're a fixture in our community but the reality is is that we are we yeah. talk about things that matter to our community because at the end of the day, we give a damn about our community. So yeah,
0: I, I, and listen, I don't feel the same way. I hesitate to <coughs> try to prop good up as like the lead podcast or the premier podcast, because I love and respect all the other VA podcasters mm-hmm. that are out here doing it. They have amazing shows that I promise. I promise I, I don't listen to other people's podcasts every week. I don't just hype good up and then not support other content. Yeah. Um, But, you know, with that being said, like, good up has accomplished so much and that's because of the people who listen to the podcast and support the podcast and that's also because like we Mm -hmm. have been working really hard to try to improve good up every season so with that being said before i even yes quick shout out to kyra j um kyra um was the creator of this platform called kicking it we partnered with kicking it also last season and kyra is really the person who worked with me on creating this new aesthetic that good up has so props to kyra because like this aesthetic has inspired me so much to create a different kind of content for good up Mm. and where we are now like she contributed to that and i've you know i've given her her flowers privately so i wanted to make sure i did that publicly but yeah just 30,000 downloads might be like, okay, bitch, I'll shit get downloaded 30,000 30, times. But for me- But well, we appreciate rep- it. Yeah, that represents like hella people that are listening to this podcast mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. Facts. Like, you know, and it's only getting better and it's only going to go up from there. You know, my goal is is starting to hit those those Apple charts a little more Yeah, than, than we are. We don't hit them, right? Every every couple of months, I will get a notification and it'll be like 281, <laughs>
1: and then it'll follow. so out. we're charting it on my time we shot in. that's all that matters we but,
0: but to to pop up on apple podcast relationship charts as oh, wow. 281 when there are thousands of podcasts that's a big deal exactly that's huge. even that's though that up disappeared the next day that shit still lit you yeah what airs, so right so
1: please for one thank you guys for putting us there and please keep us there you know yeah. share yeah. us share reviews please write reviews like please rate the podcast and be honest if you feel like sometimes we would just be doing too much say that fuck because you know reviews are better than none and from what i noticed i think you can also rate the podcast on spotify so if you listen on spotify you can also rate it on spotify um
0: exactly yeah so thank you guys um... for all that you do yeah, I, I I am very grateful. I am very excited about where Good Up is going to go. Um, I can see it getting better, bigger, and getting better. Um, but again, that is going to. I heard ask. it. I heard it. <laughs> I <will laughs> like, bitch, don't you dare. But <laughs> I heard it. Um, so in in getting bigger and getting better, right? Good Up requires, you know, both of us to put a level of energy into the podcast that. For me, I don't really put into other things, right? So I show up for good up, right? It requires me to show up. So in the spirit of showing up, right? We ain't going to talk about this topic kid download all day. We do have an episode topic. Um, yeah. the The idea to talk about today is the concept of showing up for yourself. So mm. me being an example, I show up for good up. I will stay up late, I will get these episodes edited, I will, you know, make sure that what, I will take my laptop to walk and use these people fucking good Wi-Fi and upload these shits while I am doing the people them job, okay? Yeah, yeah, she so, will
1: absolutely do that, she has. Right,
0: there is no question, there is no doubt in my mind that when it comes to showing up for this podcast, I do that, right? But when it comes to showing up for myself, bitch, i'm not always very good at showing up for myself so i wanted okay. to talk about that concept because the impact again the, that imposter syndrome episode was so fucking good and it's been on my mind since then you know looking back at that imposter syndrome episode and thinking about what is it going to require for us to surpass imposter syndrome to yes take care of ourselves better y- y'all know we always talking about finding ways to become good up right to Take care of yourself better physically, mentally, emotionally, all of that. Um, so what does it mean to show up for yourself, right? And I read in the Google definition so that y'all bitches know mean talking on my ass. So showing up for yourself <laughs> in the ultimate sense means that you make choices that honor your emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual needs as they arise. It okay. isn't as simple as self-care. So mm. in order to show up for yourself, you have to be clear on who you are. Mm-hmm. What you truly desire for your life, so that you mm-hmm. can make choices that will lead you there. So showing up for yourself isn't just, like I said, it's not it's not self-care in its simplest form. It's who do I want to be? Yes. what kind of life do I want to have? And am I being honest about the work that re- it requires for me to have that life? And am yes. I being honest <clears throat> about what or not I do in a fucking walk? So got it, okay. So in saying that, do you feel currently like you show up for yourself the way that you need to?
1: Honestly, I can confidently say yes. Um, And the reason for that is because even when I don't realize that I'm doing too much and I'm burning myself out, I'm surrounded by people who are able to point that out to me. And I'm very open to receiving that information.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I came to realize that because just a couple of days ago, my niece had to sit me down and have a conversation with me about the fact that I am depleted. She's like, you are literally depleted. Like you seem to only want to exist to being a good mom. You go to work, you come home. That's it. You're not yourself. You're not walking the dogs. Like you're just so like, like a shell right now. And I could have taken that as a criticism, but instead, you know what I did? I took what she said. I started investigating. I started opening up. I started talking about what's going on that's making that possible. Because as far as I was concerned, I was just tired, you know? But since that conversation, I've been more intentional about showing up for myself, right? Because I think that is a form of showing up for yourself. Is for one, doing it consistently. But when you fall off and the people who love you notice it, and they pointed out, you actually do the work to show up for yourself. So yes, I am. I even have been advocating for myself in the workplace because y'all know I went back to working for other people and I have been very clear with my boundaries. This is the most um, confident I've been in establishing and maintaining boundaries is in the workplace. when it comes to my availability, I'm like, this is my availability. No exceptions, non-negotiable. If by chance a super emergency arises, contact me. We'll see. If I'm available, I'll come. If I'm not, too bad. Like, I've been very good about that. Even um, there was, I don't even know, maybe it was a misunderstanding you know, between maybe me and my manager about my availability. And I noticed that the schedule was not consistent with my availability. And I properly reached out to him via text. So it could be in writing. Like I've been so good about being like, no, you know, I feel like I have learned a lot from the past when I have not been showing up for myself that now I am very adamant about it. Maybe so much so that it can be off-putting for others, to be honest.
0: Yeah, i <sighs> I mean, I think... As I learn the concept of showing up for myself, I've been more conscious about it. Mm-hmm. But it took a long time for me to even acknowledge the idea of showing up for myself, mm-hmm. right? Because for me, my bigger priority is showing up for others. So showing up for people at work, showing up for friends, showing up for mm-hmm. the podcast, showing up for this, mm-hmm. showing up for that, Um because sometimes you want to be included in a space so bad that it comes out like a detriment to yourself. Mm. Um, and that's definitely what I struggle with. So I think until therapy, and shout out to therapy and the hundreds of dollars that I've paid for it. Um, we stand therapy. We stand right. therapy. Thank God for so, therapy, honey. Until I was in therapy consistently mm. and learning how to practice the habits of showing up for myself. Um, I don't know that I even like, it was a concept in my life because people don't people understand the concept of another person showing up for you right Mm -hmm. we understand that we want our friends and our family to love us enough to show up for us right yeah but we don't get the concept of but what about why why don't you love yourself enough to show up for yourself that's very
1: true because i'm guilty of it i used to be very much like that i used to be wired to show up for others and and then over time, I kind of had to realize, like, because even showing up for others doesn't guarantee that they're going to show up for you. So I've adopted the, the, the belief of pouring into myself so that I can overflow. And that's my ver- That's how I'm able to show up for others. So that when I do make myself available to others, it's not coming from a depleted place. The only person I still struggle with not doing that with is Dylan, but I'm also responsible for him. So I have to show yeah. up for him. <laughs> you know, like, I have
0: to. I need- it is hard I think for mothers especially because like you you it it's hard to feel like okay well maybe I don't have to show up for this person today when that person is a child who cannot show up for themselves. Yeah,
1: directly. my job is to show up for him.
0: <laughs> right, that's your job. Um so one other thing that I want to point out and unfortunately I cannot remember who used that name and I was stalking TikTok trying to find this girl. There was a girl who the the reason I even brought up this idea of showing up for yourself in therapy is because I found this girl on TikTok who for 21 days or for 30 days, some so it was like almost a month, she challenged herself to show up for herself every day, right? And what that looked like was as simple as like her getting up, doing her skincare every day. Her making sure that she ate something in the morning every day, even if it was like Mm. fucking leftover pizza from the night before. She wanted to make Mm -hmm. sure that she was doing something that she didn't normally do to take care of herself, right? Got it. Um, showing up for herself was giving herself grace when she did something wrong that day or like fucked Mm. up. That's the biggest one. Yeah, and and at the end of the challenge, she would just like I didn't realize how hard it would be to prioritize myself in this like span of my life and things that i do every single day and how little i was doing it before like mm. my well-being was never the center until i guess she did that challenge and realized like how hard it is to bring yourself sort of from being this last minute person mm. to the center so that's like yeah. what i'm trying to i guess emulate because yeah if i were to prioritize or if i were to be honest and list like my priorities in 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 order of like greatest to least i think myself and my well-being would be like
1: this much. really that yeah. used to be me that used to be me but now it's now i find that it's always gonna be dylan at the top i don't care what y'all say about me call me i don't give a fuck dylan's name is always gonna be at the top of that because i literally Built that human being from liquid, (laughs) so that's my greatest creation. That's going to be at the top. Um, And then right next to that is going to be me. You know, because in order for me to pour into him, I have to pour into myself. The girl, what what do the girls say to put on your um, mask before you put on others on the plane? So I really had to learn that. As difficult as that was, but um, I do have a lot of priorities, right? I got to make sure the dogs are walked. I got to do all that stuff. But I wouldn't say that I'm at the bottom. At least not anymore. There was a time I probably would be at the bottom and not realize it. But now I'm like, no, because if I don't do this shit, none of this shit ain't happening. (laughs) Like, if I don't take care of me, nobody's taken care of.
0: (laughs) I think maybe I'm closer to um, mid-tier, probably, if anything. But but the reason I say I'm at the bottom is because if it comes to choosing someone else's well-being and choosing Mm -hmm. myself or choosing to do something for somebody else and choosing myself, I'm going to choose Mm -hmm. That other thing, I'm going mm. to choose, you know, finishing that project at work, even if it means oh, wow. that I don't have to drive home in rush hour traffic. And we all know how I feel about driving. Like, yeah. So, um, you know, again, in bringing back up therapy, the reason I had to learn how to show up for myself was because I didn't have any other choice. My mental health mm. had gotten so bad yeah. that, you know, I had developed like panic disorder and was having anxiety attacks all the time. And it was because this constant, you know, routine of doing everything for everybody at mm-hmm. the expense of myself. So um one of the ways of showing up for yourself, and this, you know, I got from conversations with my therapist and also from online, the first way to practice it is commitment, right? So committing mm-hmm. to yourself. You don't have to become a self-care guru. You don't have to develop the baddest, like, most detailed morning routine. You know how the, girl, the girls on TikTok be like, I read my Bible, and then I write 40 pages in my journal, and then I meditate morning for an hour. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm not... I drink a cup of chai tea, and I get dressed in my high-rise 34-floor apartment with a view of Central Park. And then I leave to work at Google. And I'd be like, bitch, no wonder you could do all this shit in the morning. You can afford it that part you No, know do I'm doing a money rollover bed, <laughs> braid my hair and go walk <laughs> hello <brush> <laughs> i'm looking for a lot
1: I look for, i'm looking for it like and that's the thing i feel like a lot of and that's why i don't look online when it comes to like self-care and things such as that because i feel like it is so commercialized mm-hmm. i'm just gonna be real i feel like it's mm-hmm. very commercialized i feel like when people hear so- oh my god i was at work and just a quick little um tangent um I realized that where I don't prioritize myself is the workspace. Now that I'm in a leadership mm-hmm. position, I tend to prioritize everyone else's needs, especially those who I'm leading before my own. For instance, I will forget my breaks, but I would remember to make sure everybody else got their breaks and little things like that. Cause part of my role is to make sure that everybody is, has been given a, a, a 15 or a lunch break or what have you. It's so easy for me to keep a, a look at the schedule and make sure I give people their breaks at the right time, but I never remember mine. And that is, Sends me into a tailspin, but in any case, I remember being at work, and I have um, a coworker who, um, she's such a sweetheart. She's a lot younger than me. You know, a lot of my coworkers are younger than me, and one of them even called me his work mom, and I was like, wow. But whatever, <laughs> it is what it is. So I asked her how she, you know, we hadn't seen each other in a while, so I was like, how are you doing? It's nice to see you. Um, and then I remember something that she had opened up to me about in the past, so I was following up on that, like, hey, how's it going? Um, How would you say your self-care is going? And when she brought up self-care, when I brought up self-care, all she could think of or bring up was like pedicure. You know, I haven't had a pedicure in a while, so I'm probably going to go do that. She brought up all those shallow things. And I'm like, when last have you seen your doctor? When last have you like, like, yes, the pedicures are nice, but that's not self-care. Those are nice little additions to the self-care. Those are nice little luxuries. But are you focusing on your mental wellness? Okay. You know, like those things are what matter. Um, yes, the, the pedicures are fun and they're nice and soaking in the tub is beneficial, but it's not the only thing that contributes to your self-care. You know, your self-care is hydrating. Your self-care is getting enough rest. It's eating. (laughs) I was literally about to say it's eating on a primary basic level. It's eating. Okay. And also when you're eating, what are you eating? You know? So, um, yeah, that whole getting up You know, that whole creating a morning routine thing. It's kind of like, girl, that's just not practical for some people.
0: It's not practical. And it's also these morning routines have so many steps. And honestly, a morning or a nighttime routine, showing up for yourself is as simple as saying, I know that my body needs hydration. So I'm going to make sure I drink water today. Mm -hmm. Or I know that I am having trouble falling asleep. So I am going to make sure I take time to start my nighttime kind of unwinding early i'm gonna take my mm. shower i'm gonna lotion my skin and i'm gonna go to sleep like real simple you don't have to say oh i can put on these 12 serums and make sure my skin pop in no no it's, and you don't I'm have to listen to, to the sure. binary frequency right. <laughs> and and yeah like it's as simple as saying i'm not going to cut myself short or or sell you know myself short i guess by just going to sleep and making it that simple not giving myself time to decompress from the day right mm-hmm. and then committing to yourself in that process is saying I'm going to hold myself accountable for doing this as much as I can not every day this week not oh I gonna do it for 60 days straight it's I'm going to try to do this mm-hmm. every night as much as I remember until this becomes a habit in my life right mm-hmm. so for me committing to myself was I know that Moving my body and being outside puts me in a better mood. Right. Mm -hmm. I was like, and I have a habit of when I want to start working out and being active again, I love to make it a challenge. I love to make it a big thing. Mm -hmm. And And then I end up not following true.
1: (laughs) You and Diamond so good for that. I love a good challenge. (laughs) You you and Diamond
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because I, you know, in my head it's like, oh, I gonna, you know, make this a thing so that I can hold myself accountable. It never works. So a couple of weeks ago, I talked to my co-worker, who is also a very good friend of mine, and I was like, hey, I really want to start walking at the park down the street from work in the mornings, at least twice a week, right? Mm. I was like, I've noticed it just makes me feel better at work, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the park is uh, almost, like, it's a huge park. So go, doing that loop one time is three miles. So that's all we need to do. One that's loop out, right? Yeah. So, it yeah, it's like the best possible setup. So, the first day we were supposed to do it, it was 40 degrees outside. It was six in the morning. We were meeting for seven because we wanted to go walk after. And we have like showers at work and everything. Yeah. So (laughs) I woke up and instantly my brain went, fuck no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) was not doing that. No, fuck no. no. I'm cold. Get me out of here.
0: But then I was like, if you don't do this, if you don't find some way to vent to you know get like relaxed to you know start your day like you're gonna just keep doing the same shit every day you're gonna be exhausted you're gonna be dealing with mm. the same problems and when I got there my co-worker would air and she was just like yo like I would I was like ready to text you and be like fuck this like she was feeling the same way yeah. but we both de- like one we decided to show up for each other but she said the mm. same thing. She was like but I told myself if I don't get up and just do it
1: Mm-hmm. Then I'm
0: never going to do it, and I promised myself, right? So oh my gosh, when she said I it, like that. I promised myself, it made me think of like a child, right? We talk about inner child all the time, mm. and I'm sorry because I rambling on this point, but we don't talk about inner child all the time. You showing up for yourself for me is me picturing seven year old Heyiza, eight year old Heiza. yeah, and me picturing saying to that person, "I promise we're gonna go for a walk on Tuesday," right? And, and me continuing to tell that person, I was tired. I couldn't go. I didn't feel like it today. Mm. And imagining how, how that disappointed child... she
1: would be. Right. Because as a kid, that's like, you told me we would go. Like, mm. yeah, I get
0: that. That's so, really
1: nice.
0: Yeah. I try to picture it that way because it's, and then it's also, if somebody else were promising all these things to me to mm. show up for me and they continue to disappoint me, I would hold them more accountable than I am holding myself mm. for not showing up. Oh, right. that's a fact, honey. I would be, if this was my husband saying, you know, promising, promising me something or, or you know, trying to show up for me in some way and then just not doing it, not reaching that level that I need him to reach, I would express yeah. disappointment in that. So what the fuck? Really like, why can't I do that for myself?
1: Exactly. That's really deep though. And I love thinking about it in that way because it, it goes back to what I said earlier, like And that's part of what made me start showing up for myself more is because just because you're showing up for others doesn't guarantee they're going to show up for you. But if anybody going to show up for you, let it be you. You know what I mean? Show up for yourself, like show up for yourself, you know, because then you know what I do feel and what I found, especially as I started prioritizing myself more is when you're showing up for yourself, when you do show up for others, you're doing it and you don't care whether or not they're able to show up for you. Does that make sense? Whereas, like, if if they're not able to show up for you because something fell through, you won't feel like this sense of disappointment. You won't feel let
0: down as much. Yeah, because you're, you're n- giving that to yourself.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's, wow, that's really dope. I'm, I don't think that's really taught to us enough.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely not because we're taught, you know, that we a lot of what we're taught about being kind and mm-hmm. being good and all that stuff is is in relation to how we treat other people. It's not really mm. in relation to how we treat ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, another part of showing up for yourself is speaking up for yourself, right? Making sure that, you know, back to that conversation we had about setting boundaries and doing all of that stuff, speaking up for yourself in situations where, you know, you are not being treated well, in situations mm-hmm. where, like you said, you have that schedule with your boss you've talked about it you've you know made it very clear that there are certain days that you want for your son and for yourself mm-hmm. yeah. and when that wasn't that expectation wasn't met like you advocated for yourself and you spoke i had up to it. yeah um something as simple as that is showing up for yourself and it can be scary because none of us want to be the person who are like hey you did this thing or hey this thing is happening and it can't happen because i need to prioritize myself in this situation yeah. right um again we aren't taught to do that but also showing up for yourself feels it it don't feel right it feels selfish like
1: you're being selfish and the thing is is somewhere along the lines the girls told us that being selfish is not okay Mm -hmm. why is it not okay now granted it's one thing when you're prioritizing yourself at the expense of others Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's another thing when you're prioritizing yourself because you understand that When all is said and done, you're still left with yourself. I feel like those are two different things.
0: I think because people cross being self-centered, being Mm -hmm. considerate of yourself, and then being inconsiderate of other people. I think when you're self-centered, to me, it's like, you are incapable of thinking about anybody else and like you're very inconsiderate of other people's feelings. Mm. But I think when you are prioritizing yourself, it means Mm -hmm. as much as I know other people matter in this situation, my health and my safety and my well-being matter more, right? Exactly. They come first. So Cause I'm responsible sure I'm for me.
1: Exactly. Right. Like I, I don't expect you to sacrifice your well being for mine. No, I got me. Mm-hmm. I got me. Make sure you got you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's always been so weird. Like as soon as we hear the S word, like, you know, as soon as we hear selfish, everybody, you know, goes into like a tizzy and it's like, yeah. well, we should be a little more selfish. You know, we should teach people how to be compassionate and kind, but not at their own expense.
0: Yeah. Because like you said, the, this idea of, you know, Pouring into yourself so that you can then pour to other people. And you looking at it as I'm going to continue to pour into myself so that when I am overflowing, I have enough. I have more than exactly. enough for other people, right? Exactly. Um a lot of people don't think that way. It's let me pour into you first and then pour mm-hmm. into myself later when there's yeah. probably nothing
1: left. Nothing left. And then that person a lot of the times What happens sometimes is you find yourself feeling like, oh, I've poured into this person and then they took it and left and didn't Mm -hmm. pour back into me or what have you. Maybe if you were just pouring into yourself, you would see that that person is likely to do that to you. Mm Because when you pour into yourself and you're overflowing, what happens is you you actually have people around you who you guys kind of pour into each other. It's very reciprocal, you know? But if you're always pouring outward, then the people who just have their hand open are who's going to come toward you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but... No, yeah, it definitely does. Like, I think it becomes this, um, like a moth to a flame. Like, if you're constantly just that person that everybody knows is going to drop everything to assist and pour outward and never think about yourself, then that's who's going to... The people who enjoy that... And don't even think about you are going to come flocking to you. They're going to yeah. just be coming. And then when you don't have nothing left to give, they're going to move on and go to somebody else who does have something to give. So pour into yourself. That way yeah. other people, you know, benefiting from you ain't going to be a loss.
0: Because there definitely are people in this world who see like they, they flock towards those type of people. They flock towards the people who give and give and give and give because you make it very easy for someone for to them. be friends with you who is not... Their intention is never to to pour into you, right? So if they see, oh, this is the type of person who's going to give her all and she don't expect anything in return and she ain't going to you know, prioritize herself, I'm a person, you know, this is, ta- this is this fictional person. I'm the type of person who just wants to take and take and take. This mm-hmm. seems like an easy win for me. So mm-hmm. a lot of times people are wondering, well, why do people treat me this way? Why do people... You know, take so much from me and not give anything in return. I think we can expect reciprocation, and we should absolutely set boundaries and want reciprocation from the people mm-hmm. that we love. But at the same time, if you are showing up for yourself, then that means that you are learning how to recognize that shit from other people quick ah, and prioritizing exactly. yourself in those situations to say, "I gonna keep my distance," or "I am going to choose myself first here," so that this person does not expect this type of give and give and give from me. Exactly. And the other part of that, the other part of showing up for yourself where that comes in, I guess in this situation is in order to show up for yourself a hundred percent and accurately and bravely, you have to stop giving a fuck what other people think. But say it again, you have to stop caring <laughs> what other people think. I Let me tell you this something. myself. I look at myself in a zoom camera and be like, bitch, look at
1: yourself. You Let me tell have you something. <laughs> I'm going to shout out my fellow brujas in the Peace, Love, and Magical Vibes group that I'm in on Facebook and all the social media places where that group exists. Fuck them people. That's something that we say among each other all the time. Fuck them fuck people. Fuck them people. Them kids. It's,
0: your family. Fuck them
1: people. Anybody who's offended by you prioritizing your wellness is fuck them people. Because mm-hmm. they should be prioritizing. If my, If me prioritizing my wellness offends you, that means you ain't prioritizing your own wellness and that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, if I, if I see that you're going through something that's genuinely outside of your hands that I can help with, by all means, I'm gonna help, honey. But yeah. I'm not gonna push my well being aside. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. I yeah.
0: listen right what? now. My husband and I are talking about experimenting with something. It's not an open relationship. Please relax. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we we are talking about um, living
1: apart. Yes. Oh, I want to yeah. see y'all do that. I think y'all are going to so, love it. Yeah, and, and I
0: don't want to go into too much detail because I actually want to try it first, see what we feel about it and what we think about mm-hmm. it, and then come back to the podcast and be like, yo, this shit dope, you know? Um, you and know when that so happens, fun? I'm actually going to bring, st- like, Steven was doing the for the join the podcast. Oh, He's
1: going to join the... Wait, yeah. I got to clean the house. I got to get the place ready. I
0: got <laughs> to... Does he like pound cake or what, what, what should I make? I, I mean, he like cake, but I don't know if he like... Anyway, um, so... <laughs> yeah, so, so <laughs> no but so we are we're we're talking about this thing right and the first thing i remember us or me feeling when we had that conversation and walked away is what are people going to think all right yeah. about this scenario because when it comes to married couples and making decisions that are not within the line of traditional mm-hmm. societal norm marriage everybody's like are you getting a divorce that fucking ain't working like and for us, this is actually like, no, we want to see how we can make this better, right? Yeah. This is us showing up for ourselves because we've I both identified, <laughs> right? Shut I'm up. Like, oh, I just know. <laughs> so we, we, we've both identified this area in our life where we would mm. actually like to prioritize the individual instead of mm. the marriage, right? Mm. And again, I'm going to go into detail when we actually try it, but- my first thought was like that panic of like people are going to think that I'm being selfish, that this is me yeah. wanting me to be the center of the universe. Right. And then I had to stop him and be like, yo, and Steven even said it. He was like, but what's wrong with us wanting, even while we're married, what's wrong with us still wanting space for ourselves, still wanting to word, show up for ourselves and prioritize ourselves. And I'm going to call you out real quick because the keyword that he's using is
1: us. Mm-hmm. He's not saying what's wrong with you wanting to be in your. He's saying w- us wanting space. Yeah, we He's both. He's not saying, "Hey, I don't want space," so I'm mm-hmm. just acquiescing. He's saying, "What's wrong with us wanting space?" Yeah, yeah. So it seems like something you guys are on the same page about. Oh, Have yeah, you guys- for sure.
0: I would never publicly talk about it if this was not. Like, this was an extremely mutual, like, we were sitting there talking about it and there were no, like, well, I don't know how I I feel about this. Like, it was very much like, yo, this would be fucking cool. Like, we were excited, you know? Let me ask you something. For as long as you guys have been
1: together, have you guys ever lived apart while in a relationship?
0: Yes. So the first two years of our relationship, we didn't live together. and then for the rest the out of five because it's been seven now jesus christ um we have lived together in in, in some way actually no for three because there was at one point i was there was long distance at one point too um but again i'm excited to kind of bring this back and talk about it once it happens but this idea of showing up for myself right the reason i had given up on it or i have such a hard time with it or you know all of that is because I have a very traditional job that people often kind of sacrifice themselves to show up for I work in a nonprofit while people are Mm. working until they exhausted for you know a good cause quote unquote right I am married and even when you try to be non-traditional in marriage that part of you shows up and kind of just falls into it so again you stop showing up for yourself because you want to show up for your partner right Mm. you want to show up for your marriage Um, so you know, it's been on my mind a lot because I'm like, yo, like, we don't show up for ourselves. We mm. say that we want these things. We say that we have all these goals. That's the other thing. People are so goal oriented and not wellness. Journey oriented. Yes. Like, I, I, I have all these goals, right? I would just fantasize in not too long ago about, about like Spotify emailing us and being like, hey, we want to sponsor your fuck. You know? That would and be I was so like, lit. how dope would that be, right? But if I am not physically here, if I am not mentally well, right? If I don't show up for myself, how can I show up for good up, right? And same Mm -hmm. thing with you. On the days where you are burnt out and exhausted, like we have those days where we call each other and be like, yo. yeah." I can't fucking do this. Can
1: we not record today? Yeah. yeah. And
0: there's nothing wrong with that because what that does is it gives us time to rest. We show up for ourselves and mm-hmm. we come back the next week and we just hit the ground running. Or and we, d- we show up for ourselves and record maybe extra episodes a little early when we have the energy so mm-hmm. that when those days happen we can, we're
1: good. And it's not going to compromise the quality of our work. It's not going to compromise the consistency of the production or anything like that. So it's very true. It's very true. I I actually really like that. We have in this discussion, this topic,
0: because majority of our listeners are women, right? Yes, so I 90% feel- of our listeners are women. Shout out to the little 20% mandem in the audience. We love Ayy,
1: you
0: a lot. We love y'all <laughs> too. <We> love- <laughs> you know why we love Ioto Because y'all are consistent, because y'all give a lot mm-hmm. of feedback, male, male audience do. members. You do. But also because a lot of men have come to me and said that they don't feel like quote unquote this podcast is for them so for us to have a set of consistent male listeners means that y'all mm-hmm. are at a higher level intellectually and you realize that the topics mm-hmm. that we discuss are not they come for from women, a female perspective because it's but they us, are for everyone but they are for everyone right mm-hmm. so shout out to ayo but anyway go ahead yeah the we, reason we are why 80% I ask is because
1: i know it is it is more likely i'm not saying that it's not the case for men so <laughs> i'm not in the mood i'm not arguing with y'all i don't have time <laughs> what i'm saying is it is more likely for a woman to be more self-sacrificing in that way correct like it's mm-hmm. it's it's easier it's more likely for a woman to show up for everybody else but herself than it is for a man i'm not saying that it's not possible for men to not show up for themselves let's be clear because i know yeah. that there are plenty no. of men who don't show up for themselves but if you take the average like dynamic, it's usually a woman who's like giving to everybody except for herself until she's like in the hospital. <laughs> you yeah,
0: know? I mean, so I I do see what you're saying, right? And I do agree with it to an extent because we see things like people in marriages who happen to have kids, how naturally you will see like the mom in that situation, you know, doing more of the mental labor, like making sure doctor's appointments and a lot of stuff are happening. Mm-hmm. You know, they they are kind of like, I don't want to say naturally inclined, but as usually when you see that scenario, you see the mom kind of doing a lot more of the, like, mental and physical labor, right, mm-hmm. of raising that child. Or in a married household, right, in a traditional household, you see that women are often expected to do, like, that extra labor of, like, keeping up the household and then working full-time, right, whereas their yeah. husband would, like, work full-time, come home and chill. And, um yeah but at the same time i do want to insert here that i have male friends who go through a lot of mental anguish about this idea of providing and showing up in that way for their families and for mm-hmm. their relationships mm-hmm. so much so to the point where they feel like that's the only reason that they have been placed on earth is to do oh, that and mm-hmm. they don't show up for themselves so a lot of men don't practice self-care a lot of men don't go to therapy a lot of men try yeah. to kind of brush it off and you know just deal with, with their feelings and vent or go to the gym yeah. or play video games And they don't show up for themselves because they feel not not necessary so for women it's more of we don't show up for ourselves because we're too busy showing up for everybody else for men Mm -hmm. it's I don't show up for myself because I don't feel like I deserve to be shown up for or that's not my role in society right Mm they are not taught that they can be emotional or they could break down or they could have those weak moments Mm -hmm. so the idea of showing up for yourself is like well what is there to show up for right um, mm-hmm.
1: so yeah, I, definitely or maybe agree. they do, or maybe the ways that they're showing up for themselves are not helpful to them. Cause yes. I think yes. that they do show up for themselves. It's just not in ways that are helpful to them. Cause mm-hmm. I think that showing up for themselves, a better idea would be for them to actually tap into those emotions and mm-hmm. have emotional releases cry, but instead they would rather go to the basketball court with their friends or mm-hmm. so in their mind, yeah, I'm showing up for myself, but yeah. It's not benefiting you though. Like maybe cry instead, maybe or, open up to your partner, your partner, you know, like, yeah. But I do agree. I, I, I'm not going to try to take away, I, I wish I would never do. I'm not going to try to take away from men who feel like people are not showing up for them or that they're not showing up for themselves. Cause like I said, I know that that's very possible. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I just, I want us to get just as a collective to just get more comfortable acknowledging the ways that we could better show up for ourselves
0: absolutely and that goes
1: for women and men um it does and even the ways that we think we're showing up for ourselves and we're actually not like thinking that getting a pedicure is self care when we should be actually being more transparent with our therapist you know (laughs) like because that's another can we talk about that How, yeah, you could be in therapist and in therapy, but are you being transparent with your therapist? Are you being honest with your therapist?
0: Yeah, because going to therapy is not enough, right? Going to, Mm -hmm. yeah, going to therapy is one form of showing up for yourself, Mm -hmm. but sitting in a therapist's office, knowing that you are withholding information, knowing that you're not telling the whole truth, knowing Mm -hmm. that you are not holding yourself accountable. And mm-hmm. you're not being honest with yourself or with your therapist. One, you're wasting mm-hmm. your time, so you're not showing up for yourself. Your time you're wasting and your money. Your, yeah, you're wasting your time and your money, so you are automatically not showing up for yourself. Yeah. But you're also withholding this th- the progress that you could be making. You're stalling it. Yeah. So you're not showing up for yourself. So all of these conversations we have in right on this podcast, just we've we've talked about boundaries and generational trauma relationships and all of this stuff. You can acknowledge and say, Yeah, I agree, and I feel that, and I relate to that. But do you then do the work after exactly. right? Exactly. How are you going to
1: materialize that? Like- right.
0: Materializing those conversations and like doing a walk is how you show up for yourself, right? That... We can do all this talking, but until we actually say, You know, I'm going to take these steps to make sure that I am taking care of myself, that I am prioritizing myself, right? That I am the center. Of my universe as christina Fucking young on Grey's anatomy once said he's very beautiful bitch. bitch but he is not the son you are okay i love that i love that, that bitch. and i don't keep that with me like he is he life is beautiful these goals you have are beautiful they are very dreamy they're very big this job is awesome your husband is awesome everybody's great but they are not the sun you, you are, are the sun. You are the they sun might in be, your universe. Yeah. Yeah. They might be parts of your universe. They might orbit very close to you. I don't know all the astrological terms, bitch, but you are the sun. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so just, you know, just remember that, prioritize that. And yeah, I mean, Deidre, I don't know if you had anything else to add. I don't know. Show fuck up for yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Show up for yourself. Cause I'll know I got to show up for myself. So I can show up for my family. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> i like it because dylan will knock on this
0: door anything <laughs> right so with that being said thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of good up you can join us on social media tagging us at good up pod on all social media platforms we have our own special good up exclusive ass hashtag bitch it's called hashtag good up tuesday so Mm -hmm. we want you to use that hashtag to have conversations about online about this podcast um if you want to financially support this podcast get exclusive access to this video so you can see this beat on me and deidra face today we definitely have our makeup right we are good as today we we do Um,
1: we do and we do
0: our, our Good Up VIP section on Patreon, um, also on our, in our private Facebook group, has exclusive access one week early, to episodes, but also to the full video on all of our episodes. They also get exclusive access to when we are releasing new seasons. They get to contribute to episode ideas. They get to do a lot of stuff, okay? Mm. They go to bad. So join us on our VIP section at patreon.com slash gooduppodcast. And, yeah, shout out again to the VIP section for for your support shout out to the audience shout out to those 20,000 toes and downloads with that being said Deidre tell the people and bye bye good up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Hey Isaac Quinones Ivory and is a proud member of the Kickin it family find us on all social media platforms at good up pod use hashtag good up Tuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash gooduppodcast.